Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. Bongaziwe Mabandla has been called the enigmatic spirit of African soul. He's a singer-songwriter, a Sama winner, and he's been making waves internationally. Hi, Bongaziwe. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. It has been many, many years since we have seen each other and played together at Wolves Cafe. Yes. And you have done some incredible things since then, and I look forward to talking about that. But first, I want to find out why music? What drew you here? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I think I fell in love with music as a kid back in the Eastern Cape. And really, like before I got into music, I was more of a music listener or a music fan. I think that's really my interest with music. It's just from loving music and loving to listen to music. Wonderful. And if you were to look at your career as a timeline, what three to five highlights would give a listener a bit of understanding of who you are and your music? So definitely, I think my demo was really a big step because I think that's what really introduced me and made me consider making this music like a career. So that was very important. My first trip overseas yeah. to London, that really changed me a lot because I never really needed music to, to take me anywhere. Really. So yeah, I remember being in London and having this real moment of like, you know, I need to take this a bit more seriously. So that was a big highlight. Third one, winning a summer um, and being recognized, you know, in the South African industry. That was really big for me. What else? This album that I just did now, Imini. I think I've been trying to make an album like this ever since I started making music. So I think it's been a big highlight, you know, to finally have this album that so many people can relate to and they see themselves in the album. But also music, you know, it's, it's an album I'm very proud about. And I think I had to make these two last albums, you know, yeah. to kind of prepare to make this album. And fifth highlights, this project that I'm working on, you know, working under the pandemic, recording on level 501, it's been really challenging. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a big highlight when it's done that I was able to, yeah, everything is different. It's different to write. It's different to record. My producers in Maputo, I'm here in Joburg. Sometimes I record in Edenvale. It's a lot of challenges, but I think it's going to be a big highlight when it's done, when I overcome. And this particular project that you're working on, is it just you on a guitar or you have other musicians playing? It's not just me on the guitar. It's produced by Diago again. Mm -hmm. So uh, he plays a lot of the other instrumental stuff. It's quite also synth-based and it's got an electro feel. Wonderful. And I saw that you were playing a show last year in Bramfontein, two shows that were sold out in like a day. Yeah, we ended up adding more shows. Those ones sold out in like, I don't know, like 10 minutes or something. Unbelievable. 
Obviously, this was restricted numbers, so it wasn't the normal numbers that you would push on the space. But I'm just happy and grateful that people are interested and excited to see me play live. Yeah. Oh, it is exciting. I haven't seen you play in so long, but I remember feeling incredibly excited by your performances. And I know that last year, I mean, even with COVID, didn't you travel a fair amount? I tried. I did, you know, and uh, I got so lucky. I was able to do a European tour, you know, under the pandemic. So it was really interesting and really, really different. And almost like as I would finish one city and I'm here, uh, just made it closing down, this country's closing down, the city's closing down. So it was really, uh, how can I put it, a lucky call. And um, I'm so glad that it worked out and I didn't get ill. And it was beautiful, you know, to be on stage again. I, f- I forgot, you know, because mm. you, when you do it a lot, you get sort of tired of it and like, you know, it becomes like a job. But uh, it's nice to be in a room and to play for people and to see their reactions. <laughs> Just the beauty of watching it, being in the presence of a live performance and how I'd probably taken it for granted. But um, it's really a beautiful thing, a beautiful exchange of arts in one room, you know, sharing your life and your stories through music. Wow. And let's hope that both the audience and the performers don't take it for granted again after this (laughs) i hope so what inspires your songwriting there's one thread in my music that that i find you know a lot of the songs are about looking for for a purpose for meaning for happiness freedom yeah i think that's why a lot of people can sort of relate to my music because it's really about things that us humans are constantly dealing with and that's the beauty about music you know talking about myself and and, and introspecting my own self is it's when somebody listens to it they get it you know they get it there's so much more that is similar between us and i see that with music absolutely i mean obviously you're collaborating with the producer that you're working with at the moment but do you collaborate with other artists also yeah, I do, you know. I've just done a song with San L. I've done songs with Langa, Mavuso, this DJ called Clap Clap. Mm-hmm. I've done songs with this group who we'll worship. Did an amazing it's a gospel song. It's just like a lot of people say, oh, you know where I first heard about you from that collaboration you did with Will Worship. So that was really amazing. And I have some new collaborations coming up. I'm doing something with a DJ from Germany. Yeah. Baru or Bara, um, that's coming out. I really enjoyed working on that song. But, you know, trying not to do so many collaborations, especially to concentrate on what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you have any tips for musicians on how to be better collaborators? It's hard. And something my producer was saying that, like a lot of times the artists will record themselves and like sort of leave a space and be like, yo, jump on this. And he was telling me the best way to do collaborations is to be in the same room with the person from the beginning and almost create the song together. And I get that, you know, sometimes collaborations becomes a fight of like making two different worlds fit and Mm -hmm. people will even fit them even if they don't fit. So definitely in the future, I want to do collaborations with the two worlds being put together makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I can understand that. It's so hard to make something fit. Yeah, or work. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we briefly touched on making music during COVID. Let's talk about some of the challenges that you faced making this project now. Because you recorded this last album during COVID, hey? I started working on it, if I'm not mistaken, like writing around October. Mm. And so it's a few songs. It's very soon after my first album, obviously. Yeah, it's been that, you know, the last time I made the album, we started working in Rosebank, sitting, you know, mm. next to each other with my producer and be like, oh, I like that. And, oh, I like that. Oh, you know, mm. that thing of being together in one room, creating music, it's, it's faster. So now with Diago being in Maputo, being here, uh, I went to record the vocals in Maputo and just left them in the middle. He takes the song, he edits, does the production, he sends it back to me. And obviously now I wasn't there when he created it. So I will have like, I need this change, I need that change. <laughs> and then I'll send it to him. And then also we tried to record in Joburg, then somebody got sick. Then I got sick, not from COVID. And then Maputo now is going to close maybe. Oh. Uh, so Diego can't come here to South Africa. So it's just been like really long and painful. Yeah. I love how some of the best things in our lives come from some of those worst things. So I'm so excited to see what the challenges create the the pearl i hope they live up <laughs> <laughs> and are you getting a chance to make and write music when you're in sort of lockdowns yeah i wrote this project and it's been different you know a lot of the times i felt like because i'm sort of at home I'm doing the same things every day i lack inspiration yeah. to like actively go and find out inspiration and i think it's because um you know i'm not having as many experiences as I usually have. And um, I don't know, sometimes you're in a flight somewhere really long and just because you're on that flight and so bored, you know, something great happened, you write something great. And so obviously it hasn't been different, but um, I think new things are gonna come through, new inspiration, new thoughts. Yeah, it's gonna be a very different project to the ones I've, I've created. Yeah. Okay, again, back to challenges for a moment. A large reason that a lot of people are stopping making music and trying to move into other fields is because it's, it's difficult to make a living usually in the arts anyway. It's competitive. There doesn't always feel like there's a lot of money to go around and people are often not prepared to pay for shows or albums or any of that stuff, but COVID's made it worse. We've seen musicians dropping like flies, actually. How are you getting creative about making a living? No, I have a really good management team, you know, mm. which is Black Major. And I think, you know, my manager was very quick to say, hey, okay, we don't know what's going to happen. So how do we plan forward? So, yeah, we, you know, I think we made a lot of small things. We did a lot of small things, but had to have really big results. Before the 27th of March, I did a very intense photo shoot. And it was great that I did that photo shoot because, you know, I had this exciting content to share online. Uh, we shot some stuff. So it's been like a lot of content uh, recorded taking work out maybe in a different way than a live performance. I've been lucky. I've been able to perform as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also doing some guitar classes 
uh, online virtually. So yeah, I'm very busy at home. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, that's so exciting and so nice to know. We're going to put your socials at the end and on the show notes. So if anyone's looking for an incredibly good guitar teacher. Yes. Yes. They should hit me up if they're looking for it. <laughs> we, we've spoken about what inspires your songwriting, but like your ultimate why, what makes you keep creating? I love music, you know, and I love work. Get into a room, you know, trying to find something that matters to you and putting it into a song. It's like, it's very much like when you were a child and you played a very interesting game with your friends, you know, you just get lost. I love what I do. I love creating music. I like getting things wrong and trying to fix them. You know, this is not working. What can we do? Is it working? I love that whole like building process. Yeah. When you speak, I can really connect with that. That's so wonderful. Is there a song that you wish that you'd written? Ah, so many. A lot of my favorite artist songs, like, you know, sometimes when they come on on the radio, I have like this split second, like, I feel like my song just came on the radio, like, because I know the song so much, you know, I'd be like maybe listening before a show and I'd be like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't have to play my show tonight. I could play like, I don't know, some of Lauren Hill's songs and, yeah. and some Pure Donna songs and Tiny Somerswai's song. There's a lot of songs I wish I'd written. I definitely think the song X Factor by Lauren Hill. Yeah. I think I sometimes think I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I have different versions of how to sing it, like the jazz version. That's one of the songs I wish I'd written. Maybe Tandy Swa's song called Tongolam. I wish I'd written that song. Wonderful. I'm going to put those on our um, Shotgun Story playlist so people can get a little bit of a glimpse if they don't know the songs. Yeah. And do you have a wish list collaboration? Anyone in the whole world? Oh, so many, so many, so many, so many. Yeah, I think I've always wanted to do something with something Soweto. Yeah, I also would love to do something with Simpila Dana, Tandi Iswa, Muzi. Uh, there's so many Nakane. There's so many musicians I love. Zoe, Male, especially South African musicians. So yeah, I have Jabukanye Ledo is probably my ultimate, ultimate, ultimate dream collaboration. Okay, as we coming to the end of the interview what advice would you give indie artists to keep them doing this wow and i was like watching this interview last night on jay-z and i thought like he said such a great answer it's hard to tell other musicians what advice you would give them because the things that have happened to me they happen for me, if you know what I mean, yeah. and had my own fears, my own insecurities, my own past. And definitely another musician is not going to experience exactly the same things. So I think music, it's like really life. It impacts one person differently, each artist differently. So like sometimes, you know, I, I get a lot of young artists who want to like work with me or help me, right? And when we sit down, it becomes, I can't do it because it's like, I can tell you how to write your life or your story. And sometimes, like, I would say, don't do this, do that. And maybe that's exactly what I'm telling you not to do was going to be the exact thing that was going to make you stand out and appreciate it. So it's really hard, you know, to say, oh, don't do it like this, do it that way, because I think each musician's path is very different. And what worked for me 
might not work for somebody else yeah. and vice versa. But I think one thing I think is true. I've always been fascinated by music. I've always loved music. Even if it was small, I've definitely always felt I have something to offer. And it's really important to feel like that because you have to sort of believe. And it took me a long time that what you are bringing is important and special and it demands respect. Yeah, and I think that comes from years of being into music and knowing music. And I'm a musician today, but definitely, you know, what started me was being in the choir in grade four, singing group and performing at the assembly in the morning, you know, yeah. uh, performing at the Stedford. So, you know, I've accumulated a lot of sort of experience, even though that I, like some of these things, I did them not knowing I would become a musician. I just did them because I love them. But now, years later, it's like write a song and I could draw upon, you know, trying to write that rap for the school assembly, having that Lauren cassette that I would listen to and sing along with and like. So yeah, I think you have to really be passionate and, and also work on your craft. A lot of people I see, like, they think like last week, oh, I want to get into music and they expect to come in and have a hit and be on radio and travel the world. But it actually takes like many years and experience and failure and a lot of learning and finding the right people. So yeah, I think um, being deep in your passion, just doing music, not even for the reward or for the radio, but just doing it for yourself. I think if I wasn't a recording artist, I'd still be making music, whether it was for my friends. I love that. That's so beautiful. I, I love particularly you speaking about you now being an accumulation of those moments of your whole life in music. That's really exciting. Yeah, like performing for my mom and them, you know. I didn't really think about them for the family and we'd do concerts with my cousins. I didn't know what that meant then. I just thought like, I'm doing something I like. Wonderful. And now, if people want to get in touch with you or find out what you're going to be up to and when your new project's going to be released, where can people find you? Mostly on Instagram, but I'm also on Twitter a little bit and on Facebook. So on Facebook, I'm Bungeziwe Mabanza. Yeah. On Instagram, at Bungeziwe Mabanza, I think. And on Twitter, just at Bungeziwe. I'm going to put those links in the show notes. It has been so nice to chat to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know we've been planning it for a while, so I'm really glad it happened. Me too. I'm so glad. And I'm, I'm looking forward to you playing again because I'd really, really like to see that. Yes, yes. Another one. It's like we just go with what's happening. But I'm hoping to play soon. Okay, yeah. I'm going to keep an eye out. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, thank you so much. See you soon. Yeah, for sure. If you are an indie artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on Instagram at ShotgunToy. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.
Oh. Mm-hmm. 